0: Welcome back to another episode of Important Miscellaneous Talks. I'm your host, Dashfield Crossman. and we are changing the world one podcast at a time. And today we have the world's most interesting man, Mac the Day Gamer. Please introduce yourself.
1: I appreciate the introduction. Um, uh, my name is Mac. Um, so I am originally from Ireland. I grew up there. I lived there until I was 25 or 26, and I moved out to japan um in 2015 only intending to you know stay year, you know just live here for an experience japan just for a year it was kind of like just traveling you know i came over here i was originally teaching english and um that's how i got over here i was just using that just so i could live here to get a visa and i ended up really liking uh, japan and, and staying you know i've been here since. Um, and it was kind of a, I was at a kind of a crossroads at that time in, in not a crossroads, but you know, I had kind of changed, um, you know, I quit drinking in 2014 and in Ireland, we don't like, we only do, um, people meet women when they're, when they're drinking in, in bars and nightclubs. And, um, I was used to that kind of game. In Ireland, like that's that's the only kind of game I I did really. Uh, I didn't even at that time. I didn't barely engage in in dating apps. I think I dabbled in them just a little bit uh, in twenty. You know, in the, at that time, um, because I had you know I was I w- I would say I was like blue pill at that time. You know, mm-hmm. I was I had a girlfriend and all then, but um, yeah. You know, so I kind of quit drinking travel over to Japan the game is just com- like totally different over here and I mean there was just so many opportunities like I was not used to seeing so many hot chicks out in the daytime in Ireland like I, I honestly I was just not used to it I mean if you go to Dublin like the capital city of Ireland like of course you're gonna see some hot chicks out and about but just not on the scale that you see in in Japan and uh, that's just basically how i got into doing day game just and it happened like naturally it wasn't because i saw some youtube video about day game it wasn't anything like that it was basically i just was drawn to it like a magnet i just was seeing all these options and i just you know just i'm a straight male i wanted to like meet hot girls and i was just seeing a lot of them out and about, like walking around during the, you know, when I was going about my business. And it was like, I'm getting sick of like not being able to, I need to talk to these girls. They're hot. I want to, you know, I want to. So I learned game like kind of the hard way, just, you know, and the best way, honestly, is like by doing it, you know, naturally just rolling up the chicks and trying to talk to them. That's as simple as I can put it, you know. So, um, and then, you know, I was in a different part of Japan until, um, 2019. I moved to Tokyo in 2019, and I've been here since 2019, you know, doing my thing here.
0: <clears throat> For those of the people that don't know, can you please describe Day Game, what it
1: means? Uh, day Game is basically just uh, cold approaching women out and about, you know, and it, it I mean, I include Day Game. Day Game is, is anything that's, you know, whether it's a cafe, bar, or not, 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 bar that's not i wouldn't call that day game uh you know it's during the daytime generally but i mean it's like cold approach uh i mean i'm going to have to explain cold approach as well it's approaching a girl generally while while sober it's, it doesn't revolve around around nightlife um it doesn't revolve around you know getting drinks and all that kind of thing like in the club it's day game is cold approaching chicks out and about on the street you know, anywhere you see them, really, you know, anywhere you see uh, a hot chick, a girl that you're attracted to going about your daily business. And when you approach them, that is called day game, you know, approach them with the intent of getting their number and flirting with them and, you know, having a you know conversation with them. Uh, that's all it is.
0: How were you able to learn how to speak game in another language?
1: Well, the thing was, I mean, I didn't even spit. Like, I didn't really even spit that much game in 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 English. You know, I mean, I, you know. My night game was all right. It was regular level. I you know I I would go out and I would do what everyone else did. I would go and like you know go to the bars and clubs and approach chicks and you know do a game that way. So, I mean, I had experience with tra- chicks. I wasn't like you know I I was I was reasonably reasonably good enough. But I, I in Ireland I'll be honest I never did um cold approach as in I never tried to talk to chicks out and about going about my business. But you know, in like it was just I mean, of course I could when I came to Japan I couldn't speak a lick of I couldn't speak speak a word of Japanese. But um that's besides the point really. It's it's you know, obviously I over time I learned the language but you know, I would go up to chicks. I, you know, obviously I learned the phrase, like, can you speak English? I learned, you know, uh, ego de kimasuka means, can you speak English? I roll up to ch- a lot of chicks and I would say that, you know, when I was like, you know, of course I learned that phrase within the first week. So, you know, if I wanted to talk to a chick, a lot of the time I'd roll up to them and that would be kind of my opener, you know, because I couldn't really communicate in Japanese. Like right off the bat, I was like almost like when I arrived in. I'd say within the first month, I was doing cold approaches in in Japan, like completely unintentional. It was just like I was new to the country. I was like, you know, excited to like by all these hot chicks, like and and Japanese girls. A lot of Japanese girls don't engage in in like Western style nightlife. I would say like ninety to ninety five percent of girls in Japan don't like go to clubs or bar bars. Well, they might go to bars, but certainly not clubs. It's only a small select uh, type of girl, uh, portion of the population that go to clubs in Japan. So that was also another reason. I was seeing so many hot girls out and about, you know, during the daytime. So I'd roll up, you know, I'd roll up the chicks and say, you know, deki can you speak English? And that would be the opener. So like, if they couldn't speak any English, it was just not really possible you know but i would eventually meet girls that could speak some english and over time you know i would i was studying some japanese and then my japanese would get better and then through through talking to the girls through you know doing cold approach that would even help my japanese improve even even faster so i was like learning game and learning japanese you know mm-hmm. uh but sometimes like yeah you know got to the it was at the point where you know I could speak we could speak Japanese or English if their English was better than my Japanese we'd we'd speak English if my you know if my Japanese was better than their English we'd speak Japanese or sometimes a bit of both you know but now I'm at the point where I can do either or like I can if a girl can speak zero English that's fine if you know if, if, so it's like because my Japanese is fluent enough that I can socialize p- perfectly in it so it's not a problem.
0: I hear that it's drastically hard to get citizenship in Japan.
1: Are you uh, a citizen? No, I'm definitely not a citizen. Um, I just have, uh, you know, I have visas. I have, a, I have to get visas updated every year. Uh, I don't know about citizenship. There's something called permanent residency. I,
0: didn't uh,
1: I heard citizenship and uh, re- permanent residency are different. I haven't looked into either to be honest, uh, because I go on on visas, so like yearly visas. But um, yeah, I, I heard that they're very hard to get. I'm not sure the if if I I know this for certain. If I ever had to um, give up my Irish citizenship, I would never to get a Japanese citizenship. I would never do that. I'm i never given up my. Irish citizen because I know in I know Americans they want to get Japanese citizenship, they have to relinquish their American citizenship. Really? Wow, I didn't even know that was a yeah. thing. But yeah, I mean that's pre- yeah, so it's pretty extreme action actually to do to do that. It, like for America, like if as an American if you want to get Japanese citizenship, you have to give up your American citizenship. But the next best option would be to just get permanent residency. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know why an American would. I mean, Japan's a great country, but still, I mean, imagine like if you give up your American citizenship, you have to like if the you can't go back to live in America without getting a a you know a visa. You a you need. So yeah, I, I it's not very wouldn't be a very smart thing to do. <laughs> Although I know someone who did that. Wow. Yeah, and I, knew, I know somebody did it. And so if they want to go back to America, they have to like, you know, they can't like live there for long periods of time. And also they also have to apparently they have to pay a fee of like last I heard it was like $10,000 like because the marry. Ameri- obviously, it's like the American government considers it an extreme action like that. You're relinquishing your citizenship. So you've, you have to pay certain money to make it happen. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I think it's it's a lot it's like 10k or something.
0: Wow, that's interesting. Wow, I never knew that. So, I take yeah. a look at your Instagram page <laughs> and you seem awfully legendary. So, how uh-huh. did you end up becoming the goat?
1: Well, I appreciate your kind words. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, you know, I'm just, you know, a lot of the Instagram, yeah, no. I mean, I do live that kind of kind of lifestyle, you know, the degenerate lifestyle. Um I mean, you know, I, I was I was not a natural at game uh, ever like you know, when I was growing up. I mean, I went to I went to an all male high school like and junior high school. So I was not around chicks from the ages of 12 to 18 going on 19. So a long period of t- so it was like a steep learning curve for me, you know, coming into when I graduated high school. Like, I was, like, really terrible with women. I just considered them to be better than me because I was, like, you know, I was, like, obviously infatuated with females. Females are hot. And, you know, I just thought I wasn't good enough for a long time. You know, I thought mm-hmm. it, they're just, you know, out of my league. And, I you know, but I learned, I slowly learned it wasn't something that happened overnight. You know, I was – yeah, conditioned to meet women when I went to university, and it was generally looking back, it was always it was generally even. I remember I was just so so socially awkward around them mm-hmm. when it, when it wasn't revolved around around alcohol. I would like that's why I would like get blasted drunk, and you know that was how I started talking to them. But looking back, it's it's hard to like now I have. When I cold approach chicks, there's there's absolutely zero anxiety, zero nerves. There's nothing. But I remember back to, you know, when I was in university, if I met a girl that I thought was hot and, you know, during the daytime and just tried to chop it up and have a, you know, talk with her, that, I would be nervous. Like, I, it would actually, like, it would be an, like a hard thing to do. So I've I've just it's just about developing social skills, you know. It just takes time and you get better at it. Like it, it's not rocket science. It's really, it's really straightforward. It's just, you You put yourself in front of women. The more times you put yourself in front of women, the better you get at speaking to them and, and socializing with them and, and understanding how to flirt with them. Um, I'm probably better at flirting with women than I am just like having a regular conversation, but obviously I can do both at this point, but you know, <laughs> it's like most of the time when I'm talking to chicks I'm, I'm flirting with them at this point but um, you know it's, a, it's obviously very important to be able to do both and not I'll always be flirting with women. obviously I know when I know the appropriate situation to flirt with a chick and when not to but you know uh, like I said it's it's just it's just practice and a lot of guys you know they really need to put themselves out in the field you can watch a thousand YouTube videos on, on game, but if you don't get out, like put yourself in front of women enough times, like you're not going to, you're not going to be good at it. Like, cause there's a huge difference between knowing the theory and knowing it yourself, like knowing it, you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you really like, it's like this. I you, I'll use this analogy a lot, but not a lot, but it's like, you know, I used to surf back in Ireland and, um, You know, it was my brother introduced me to it and he was kind of like a more like a fan of surfing. Like he had the surfboards, he had the wetsuit, but he would like I mean, he was busy with his job and all. He would like more watch surfing videos and like be more of a fan of it, you know, but I wouldn't really watch it or anything. I was I would just go out whenever he would invite me. But I would like like throw myself i would put myself in in the spot to catch waves like i would go and like just do it you know and like i would i ended up getting better at surfing than him because i was like putting myself out in the spot to catch waves and he was kind of just like reading about it and learning the techniques and all that stuff and i ended up getting better than him much faster (laughs) because (laughs) i was just like going out there and doing it you get what i'm saying so God. yeah
0: okay
1: kind of the same thing with game like you know if, if you if you watch all these videos like don't get me wrong like lear- watching videos can help you but you got you got to do both um action yeah like you can you can speed up your progress if you you watch like good advice about game and, and definitely but like if i was to say with you know someone was to ask me which, which one if you could only choose one like to learn game would it be to like watch a hundred YouTube videos without approaching one girl or watch zero YouTube videos and approach a hundred girls? I would say like, you know, approach a hundred girls, like that if, if you only had to choose one, right. But if you can do both, both is obviously way better optimal, you know, cause you, you, you understand some theory and you understand some game tips and then you go out in the real world and you do that as well. So, yeah.
0: Describe your strategy for obtaining women.
1: Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, it's obviously it's kind of changed like a little bit over time, but right now I don't use any dating apps at all because I just, you know, I'm in it. I'm not entirely against dating apps, but um, it's just like I live in like a really big city, like with so many options to do cold approach. So I don't need to use dating apps because I my the kind of women I can get in real life just trump uh the kind of women I can get on dating apps, and I'm not uh, delusional enough to. I'm not one of these guys that say, "Oh, hot girls aren't on dating apps." No, like hot girls are on dating apps. It's just that it's much harder. Like those hot girls standards are so fucking high on dating apps that yeah. you know, just it's it's annoying. Honestly, I you kind I kind of get ripped. It's a feeling of getting ripped off you know because in real life i know i can get you know like I can, I can get the super hotties you know but i just i would say on dating apps it's it was like the ceiling is kind of like a seven right and a seven i'm not not like a seven out of ten isn't bad you know but it's it's still like uh it's like that's the ceiling though that's the ceiling it's, it's annoying like you're 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 swiping on these chicks and you're getting rejected anyway I don't use dating apps. Let's not get into that. So I use, I basically employ day game and and night game. I mix it up between those two, you know? And um, so I go about my business, you know, in Tokyo and um, whenever, you know, whenever the opportunity presents itself, I will do a cold approach. And those kind of approaches are, are usually the approaches where I, where I get the most like success. It's when it's like, because these days I I used to go out and like spend like time doing cold approach like I would go out specifically to do cold approach if I wanted to you know pick up chicks you know I would spend like a couple hours on the, like doing cold approaches in different spots around the city but these days I kind of just do it when I'm on my way to the park to do some exercise when I'm going to the sh- supermarket when I'm going to meet a friend it's just like when when the opportunity presents itself these days so that, that's, like, I'd, I'd cold approach. It. it depends, also depends on whether I have free time or not. So, like, if I have free time, like, say I have a free Saturday afternoon, I'm just going into town, I'm just going to get a coffee, wherever in Starbucks or whatever, and if I see a hot girl, I might try and do an insta-date where, I like, you know, if I have free time, I'll, I'll cold approach her, see what she's up to, and if she's free, I might try and do an insta-date where it could be, like, Hey, let's get a coffee and roll, walk to the park. And then I'll like roll her to my my place after. You know, I've done that where it's like I've had, I've met girls where uh, too many times to count where a, a girl has been back at my place less than half an hour after meeting her. Like, you know, so that's why location is insanely like only day game, only guys who have done a lot of day game know how insanely important location is like there's a, it can make a huge huge difference in in the the amount of women that you hook up with absolutely not so important it is like your living location is more all i would go as far as to say it's more important than your game like mm-hmm. having it having a convenient downtown living location Your an apartment a, a house wherever in a, in a spot where it's like easy to access girls. Don't question why you want to meet there. You know, um, it's just so much easier. Cause girl, like it's almost shocking when you come to realize that girls will, 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 will be down to fuck. If it's, you know, if it's convenient, but if she has to get on a train, if it's like, if it's hard to get to, it'll be like, ah, oh, she'll think, ah, oh, it's, you know, it's a little bit far. No, not today. I'm going to go home. You know, not, Maybe next time. So um, that's what, you know, so I, I know a guy in Tokyo, like a friend of mine. Like he's, he does, he does probably the most day game I've ever, you know, he's not online. He doesn't have a presence. He's not a coach or anything like that. But this guy gets laid more than anyone I've ever met in my life, actually. And he's, he's like a regular average dude. But his, where he lives is, well, first of all, he understands game. That's checked off. But he he also lives more importantly than his game. He lives in this like extremely convenient location, like it's it's like one of the most popular areas in Tokyo with access to thousands and thousands of hot curls on like on the daily. Like there's like there's a, there's a spot in Tokyo. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Shibuya. It's like it's a famous crosswalk. It's like one of the busiest crosswalks in the world. But he lives within ten minute walk of that place, and like every day, there's like thousands of hot girls walking around that place. So he just gets access, you know, so much access. So you know, I I employ, you know, I'll approach a girl in my free time. If I have free time, I'll do an insta date. If not, I'll chop it up with her for 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 five, you know, a few minutes. Sometimes t- only two minutes. I'll get try and I'll shoot for her contact, and I'll try and arrange a date at uh, at another time that's convenient for both of us and um i have a whole strategy about it like how to you know but that's the that's the basics of it you know that you know but if if you want me to get into more detail about how i like get you know from the start to the finish i can do that too but so i'm curious when you approach
0: these women how do you know all right this one i have to set up a date for and this one i can get her back to the house in 30 minutes how do you make the difference
1: between the two? Okay. Well, I mean, it's very simple really. Like it's you know, it's it's not judging by how they look. It's more like, first of all, it's about me. It's like, do I have the free time? Like that's that's number one. Am I free to like take this girl? Do I have free time to like, you know, take her back to my place and, you know, escalate and have sex with her? So that's yeah, that's the first thing. The second second thing is like you know, I just ask her, "What are you up to?" Like, what, what's what like, obviously not the first thing I ask her, but you know, within the first few questions, I'll say, "Yo, so what are you up to today?" Or you know, what, "What's going on?" Like, you shopping? You meeting a friend? You know, so I'll find, I'll establish what she's doing. Like, that's if you if she if you're talking to her at that point and she's like engaging with you, then that means you know she's somewhat interested. Like, you know, she's she's talking with you. A lot of girls will ghost you out. You know, that's. It, rejection is part of the game but you have to get used to that like i can talk about rejection too if you want later but you know um yeah so it's it's basically you know it's not about how they look it's about you know first of all you know if you're attracted to them you're you're approaching them right so it's not that a girl has a certain look right it's not like oh she looks like she's gonna come back to my place because you know you can Sometimes you never know man. Sometimes these girls can look innocent but they're the naughtiest girls you ever you you can't even believe what they get up to. And sometimes like they'll dress provocatively but sometimes those girls that dress provocatively are like kind of prudish, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's there's there's there is definitely truth to that. I've realized that over time. Um Some girls that like they like to show off and you know dress like really sexy, but doesn't necessarily mean that they put out that much. You get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, so so it depends on your free time and it just kind of depends on her vibe.
1: It depends on your my free time, it depends on her free time. And it, you know, if we're both free, then okay, that's like there's potential here, there's potential for me to take her back, but. You know obviously there's more to it than that just because she's free and I'm free doesn't mean she's just going to come back you know it depends on whether she's like like some girls doesn't matter how good your game is they're just not going to do that like they're just not they're not going to come back to your house on the first like the first time they meet you um but you know you just it's all about just shooting your shot and that's why like that's why convenience is that's why my you know that's why my guy and you know, I've done it so many times too, but this is why location is so important. And when, when you first start doing it, it's like, it's all, it's shocking like that. It, it actually works. Like obviously not with all girls. It's like, it depends on the girl. It depends on her vibe, but it's shocking what you realize that some girls will do like that. You can have, they will come into your place if you're bold enough to invite them in. And like, you know, so the same girl, this, Imagine there's a girl, right? And you approach her. And your house is like 10 minutes walk away from your you know, from the spot you approached her. Mm-hmm. You know, that same girl that you approached, she'll come in, you know, you walk her to your place, you say, "Hey, let's go for a walk." You you arrive outside your place and you say, "You know, I just, I actually live in here, you know. I think what do you think? Let's go in and watch a movie or something or, you know, let's let's I have some, you know, whatever, just any kind of plausible deniability. You you know, make something up. And that same girl that that came in and had sex with you, that same girl wouldn't have got on a on a ten on a ten minute train ride with you if you said, "Hey, we, that, hey, let's get on this train." She wouldn't have done. She would like. There's no chance in hell she'd do that. However, since it's so convenient and it just happened, and oh my god, he lives there, and he said, "Well, let's watch a movie." That same girl came in. So do you understand? Like that's just a very simple explanation of of how important location is. And you start to realize, like, the more, like, over time, like, oh, my God, like, location is just, like, guys that live in a good location have such an intense advantage. Like, it's it's nuts, you know? Would you say
0: your reputation for a player has helped you with women or has worked against you?
1: Uh... Mm, it really depends on the girl. It depends on the girl. I think you know some girls are definitely turned. Will be turned off. Like it. Hmm. But you know, a lot of the girls. There's just so many. So many it's not obviously i don't go up to chicks and share my mac the day gamer like instagram yeah, You know, yeah. i guess straight up like of course not like <laughs> that but that's not gonna help right that's that's gonna salt my game any chick that knows like you know that you're on, you're on the internet like teaching guys how to like pick girls up that's it's gonna salt your game somewhat so i i don't like i don't you know where that put that out front you know um But, you know, obviously, a lot of girls, you know, some girls know that I'm a player, like, you know, girls talk and stuff, you know, so um, some girls like I I would say it probably doesn't help. But also at the same time, if you kind of just lean into it and you're you are are a player, you Mm know, you know, some girls are down with it for sure. Yeah. Are there any
0: downsides to being a player?
1: Mm. ah downsides i mean for me i i don't see the downside because i i see like as it's like the optimal way to be like that's how we are kind of designed evolutionarily speaking Mm. as men you know as men were designed to spread the seed right and we (laughs) like we're living in a time where it's possible to, to do that with a lot of different women. Like there, there's probably never been a time in history until very recently that, you know, men have had the luxury. Like if you can learn, just learn game and, you know, like if you want, you can have an experience that like most male humans have never experienced throughout history. Only Only kings or, you know, like super powerful people could have like hooked up with so many different hot women, you know. So it's 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 honestly a very enjoyable way to I very much enjoy uh, living that kind of lifestyle. Um, and, you know, I, I just see so many horror stories with like relationships and marriage and stuff. So um, I, I think we live in a very weird, very strange time to have, even have a, let, have a relationship, let alone marriage. It's extremely difficult, I think, to have relationships in 2022, man, because just. Oh, my God, there's just so much temptation, like uh, not only for men, but also for for women. Women have so many options man, like they've never had like in their lives, you know, with with social media, dating apps, there's just they're just getting dick thrown at them, like mainly online. You know, if they have a presence online, even if she's a Average, even if she's a 4 out of 10 there's going to be guys in her inbox it's it's absurd like so so girl the problem in the t- today's dating market if is that females have an, an insanely overinflated ego because i've said this so many times and i don't hear a lot of people talking about it in you know the game space that women don't understand the difference between dateability and bangability there's an absolutely huge difference a guy you know a guy will punch down you know, punch way down just to, just to have sex, mm. but that same guy would wouldn't even you know he'll punch down with a girl that he wouldn't even consider dating. You know, so there's there's a huge difference. So these girls end up you know punching up way out of their league, like you know, girl like four fours out of ten. You know, they're hooking up with you know guys that are objectively seven out of tens, eight out of tens, nine out of tens, and they think oh one of these days I'm gonna lock down a guy like this, mm. and it's like. Bitch, like, dude, <laughs> like, like no, seriously, man. It's like dude, like they're just so confused about it. It's like I kinda like that's that's just the simplest way to put it. And it's like they just don't understand there's such a big difference. Like it's not the same thing. So they're just their egos inflated and they're they're gonna end up like with the end a lot of them end up, you know, single, you know, because they their standards are just too high because they can get they can hook up with the guys that are hot you know you know money muscles game all that stuff but they're not able to lock them down because that guy is like just trying to pump one out you know smash and dash Mm -hmm. because he knows right i'm just trying to get laid but you know this girl damn i wouldn't want to even be seen with her and that's the cold hard truth that's the cold hard truth because guys it's in our nature to like spread the seed so like if a guy's horny he's gonna like he's going to hook up with a girl that he doesn't necessarily want, it, want to even be seen with, you know, because that's just, that's just the way we're made. You know,
0: a lot of women don't realize, man, just because you get a, uh sexual attention, just because he'll have sex with you does not mean that he'll marry you or that does not mean that he wants to, even wants to be seen with you in public.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Times, man. Women just see attention as attention. And if I'm getting attention from nines, tens, fives and eights, that means that I have potential to be with one of them one day, but mm. uh, they got to the <laughs> yeah, find out the hard way. Yeah.
1: They'll find out the hard way, man. And, and it's a, it's a brutal man. We're like, that's what I was saying earlier. Like we're living in very unprecedented times because it's just, there's never, there's never been this many childless single women that are reaching a point like in the, you know, in their thirties that, that you know it's permanent like they're never gonna procreate and that, that number is just increasing daily like there's every single day in Western in the Western world Western societies even in Japan not only the Western world throughout the world um you know there's more and more barren women entering the marketplace like as in women that have like hit the wall so hard that their eggs have dried up and that's that's just the cold hard truth and that's like you know because these women are like it's just they've i don't think it's only that that's not the only reason it's not it's not the only reason that they've they they thought that they were too good for for guys but that's a huge contributing factor it's mm-hmm. it, it's it's part of the reason you know that they think that they're going to be able to lock down a guy that you know is way out of their league just because they're able to have sex with guys like that that's a contributing factor to the reason these women are end, ending up single it's not the only reason like there's There's other economic reasons as well, but that's definitely a huge, uh, you know, contributing factor.
0: I interviewed a a Japanese YouTuber called Shogo and, um, he, uh, he talked about that Japan, the, it's kind of on a decline. And there are a lot more, you know, uh, single women gaining in age. So uh, how old are you first of all? I'm
1: 34, I think 34 in September.
0: Nice. So I'm not sure because I know you're not in America. You never lived in America, but have you seen as you get older and more and more single women on the rise past their 30s, have you seen more of them, you know, eagerly trying to pursue men?
1: Uh, Okay, so it's very interesting what happens in Japan because I'm a foreigner and that's like you're always, once you're a foreigner in Japan, you're a foreigner, you know. So um, there's a stereotype in Japan, like a very widely spread stereotype, and it's a extremely false stereotype. I'll, I'll just briefly touch on it. You know, there's a stereotype that as a foreigner, as a white foreigner in Japan, that there's mm-hmm. there's some kind of extreme advantage over everyone else in the in the game market, in the dating market, and it's 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 absolutely false. I'll just explain. There is a sliver of truth to it, and I will just briefly explain why there's some like that stereotype exists that stereotype exists because there's a lot of you know on average japanese girls are are attractive like the average girl in, in japan like japan is full of like the average girl is like a 6 out of 10 you know like you know there's there's a ton of like attractive girls in japan like you know 6 7 out of 10 so and as we know japan attracts a lot of like you know dorks and uh, you know anime nerds and stuff like that so you know guys come over from you know america western world you know europe wherever it may be they come over and you know they end up if they try hard enough they'll be able to get a girlfriend that's better than what they would have been able to get in their home country but that doesn't mean that they can live like that they're they have you know, have an advantage over anyone in in Japan. That means that they were, they were just able to get an average girl and like, you know, lock Mm -hmm. her down and be, be in a relationship with her. That doesn't mean that they can like that. They have an advantage. So that's why, you know, people see that people see these, like these kind of dorks with a, a, a good looking girl. And they're like, Oh, these, these guys are like, they're like, they have such an advantage. It's like, dude, like she's not even that she's not that hot. You know, she's just a regular Japanese girl. She's, you know, somewhat hotter than a girl that they might have been able to get with at uh, in their home country, but like I said, that doesn't mean that they're they they have an advantage. they as a foreigner, you're at an you're at a dis, There's no doubt about it. it. Doesn't matter what race you are, you're at a disadvantage compared to Japanese guys. Like uh, Japanese guys, especially like there's no doubt about it. Like if you live here long enough, you'll see that, because there's only a certain. T- you know, only a certain pop- portion of the population in Japan of Japanese girls that really like foreign guys in Japan, they're called Gaijin hunters. And gaijin <laughs> means foreigner. It means hunter. It's kind of a derogatory term. I don- girls definitely don't like being called that. Even if they are one, of- If they- even if they are one, you know, they don't like being called that because it's like, it's looked down upon. It's kind of like, it's a sneer at them because they like the, you know, the dirty foreigners, you know, um, Japan is like, you know, the, the safest. <laughs> Japan is an extremely safe country, but there's like, yeah, it certainly ha- has racism, but it's not the kind of racism where it's like very direct. It's like kind of indirect, really. you know. But um, you know, yeah. so that that, you know, that that's, uh, yeah. I don't know where I was going that with that, but um, <laughs> what what was your what was your original question?
0: Uh, well, women past 30
1: have they been more aggressively pursuing you right yeah okay yeah yeah so um yes so the interesting thing is a lot of women when they hit the wall (laughs) a lot of them will become gaijin hunters a lot of not all of them but a lot of them will because it's kind of like okay because japanese guys are kind of like savage with 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 that you know even guys that are fucking dorks like they have Pretty high standards with women because there's so many good-looking women, and um, you know that's how I soon realized that the um, there's absolutely no truth. I I explained the sliver of truth to the you know the stereotype that there you know foreigners have you know some advantage, but I soon very realized that that is absolutely bullshit because you see some absolutely gorgeous like bad bitches walking around with the like with some super dorks man like you know like mm-hmm. guys that just they've bad fashion they don't like they're like just they look like dorks like and they're literally walking around with hotties you know like super hotties you see that like you don't just you don't see that rarely you see that like daily and you know it's it's very rare that you see a foreigner with that kind of girl with that kind of like that kind of level of beauty um uh it, it just is it it's it's rare like so if you in order to get with those kind of girls you really need game like you really need good game um and sometimes having good game is just not enough you need more than that you need like all the full package because like, these some of these girls like recognize their what they like what they have and they they're, a lot of them sometimes are more interested like some of these japanese girls are savage like they're just more interested in money to be honest they're not that interested in 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 like just looks, you know, looks and game. They're, they they want to know like what you have to offer, because yeah, there's like about you know getting treated, wined and dined, and getting bought stuff, and you know, um. But yeah, like Japanese girls, like you know, when they hit the wall, a lot of them will turn. Um, a lot of them turn to guys <laughs> into Gaijin hunters, and uh, it's funny to see, man. It, it's and it's yeah, uh, but it's yeah, it's it's also kind of. It's also kind of annoying because it's like you know it's it's like they see, okay, I can't get with the jo- you know the rich Japanese guy, so I'll, I'll next best thing is like I'll try and get with a rich foreign guy or something like that. Get what I'm saying?
0: Interesting. So, are you interested in
1: marriage at all or children? Uh, I don't. I can't see. I, I'm right now definitely not. Like I wouldn't like. Honestly, I don't think I'm cut out for marriage. I just don't think I'm I'm cut out for that kind of life, man. It it, it I would need to. I heard that someone say, and I kind of agree with it, and it made me realize that I'm not really cut out for marriage. I heard someone say, I saw it on a clip on on Instagram. It was, uh, in order to make a marriage work, you need to be in love with the idea of marriage more than being in love with the person you're married to and that kind of makes sense and i realized mm. i'm uh i'm probably never gonna get married because like yeah like you can you can love a person but like if you're not committed to the marriage like if you're not committed to the idea of marriage it's, it's not gonna last long you know it's not gonna no, it's no. not gonna you know
0: oh my goodness i think you might have you might have just you might have blew my mind just now <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. I, I just I can't seem I'm certainly not in love with the idea of marriage. So like, you know, and I'm 34 so, you know, I think I said this, you know, you know, I think in order for me to like be in a monogamous, like committed long term relationship with a woman, I would need to like have some kind of I don't know, I would need to lose. My sex drive have something seriously traumatic happen to me or like I, uh, You have to have a tragedy happening to you for marriage to work. <laughs> I I I just can't see like I just can't see the benefits of of marriage. Like, I just like of course yeah okay you know you know there's some I can I'm not gonna of course there are some benefits you know if you want to procreate if you want to have children like if you want to you know if you want someone to help you out you know and uh, be a partner and stuff like that but. You know, that just doesn't appeal to me that much because I'm a healthy young man. I think when you're when you're in your prime, your life and you know, you're, you're healthy and there's nothing like wrong with you and like there's really no incentive to be married. Like there's no incentive. Like why? Like I enjoy living the player. Life. I enjoy meeting. Like I enjoy being able to being free and having no responsibility to be home and like being, having to, you know, deal with someone else's emotions and like share a house and like, you know, um, you know you, you have to like, you know, I'm just more, I guess probably more introverted. Like I don't, I don't need, as long as you have a tight knit, like, if you if you're a man and you have a tight knit, yeah, some good friends, you don't need that many. Just a few, few good friends. Like you don't need, like you don't need, like a a, a marriage, you know. But like I said, who knows, man? I mean, like I said, maybe you get older. Like I, I'm the ki- type of guy that never, like I, I, don't say never because I'm not naive enough. To, I know as humans we change as we get older. Like we all change. Like I'm such, I'm a completely different human than I to you know when i was when i when i i'm 34 when i was 18 like i was i was just totally different completely different person
0: do, do you you, know? you want kids at all though
1: kids i mean i mean i think i mean it's in our nature somewhat to want kids like you know i mean to, to certainly to, to make kids that's that's certainly in our nature right that's uh but legacy um
0: huh legacy you want to pass something on uh
1: yeah but i think um i think this world we live in i don't really i don't see it kind of just i don't like the idea of bringing kids personally into the world current world we live in all that it's just a weird place it's just a real weird world we live in now um i don't really want the responsibilities of like raising raising a kid you know um yeah man i I think it's a it's just a it's a weird time it's just you know maybe i'm too selfish for it (laughs) maybe i'm too selfish to you know have to because you know if you would need to be some kind of a psychopath to have a kid and not love your kid yeah i mean so like it's you know some people have a kid and and um you know, they'd say it changes your life for the better and all that, you know, I can, maybe that's true, but um, it's also, it kind of, it restricts you and, you know, uh, holds you back in a lot of ways. You know, you, 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 you're just not free anymore. You're kind of, you're chained to something like, you know, you have to raise them and provide for them and all that stuff. You know, when, when I'm single, I just can up and leave, you know, I have no responsibilities. I just i can bounce out you'll bounce anywhere i want around the world you know um Mm -hmm. without feeling guilty for it you know
0: all the women you post on your instagram are they all yours so to speak and uh, not all of them
1: no i mean some of them are just like photos like photos but i mean okay, uh,
0: okay okay
1: yeah um but you know, just out socializing, but you've seen you've seen the video and stuff. And the right?
0: videos, the video ones are all you.
1: Yeah, a lot of uh, certainly a lot, vast majority of them, anyway. Um,
0: so, how would you how do you pull that off, and how are they so comfortable with being posted publicly?
1: I mean, you know, it's just like you know, Instagram, whatever. I guess <laughs> like just okay. okay. You know? You don't yeah. Really care about it. I mean, I obviously you know with the 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 raunchier ones, I don't post like faces or whatever. Um but if it's like, you know, just uh yeah.
0: Yeah, you holding them up. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: What what do you think is the best way for a man to improve his game?
1: Like I said, the best way for a man to improve his game is to uh put himself in front of women and, and get out there and uh Talk to them and and you know just learn from each approach. Learn from like okay, I was wearing you know even like you you just learn a lot from you know putting yourself in front of women. Um, you know even I notice even big differences depending on my fashion, depending on what I'm wearing. You can notice and it's like wow, like these, it's so amazing that like there's such a a difference in receptivity based on like even fashion what i'm wearing so you, you know you, you start to learn a lot about you know that looks do matter and stuff like that the more you the more you approach um but without a doubt the best way to learn is is by doing just starting cold approach putting off cold approaches only slows down slows down the process you know it's too many guys are like oh too- oh i'm gonna Oh, next, you know, I'm going to do this diet. Yeah, and of course you should, if you need to do a diet, do a diet. But like, they're like, Oh, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to turn into a Chad and I'm going to go monk mode. And I'm going to, I'm going to, then I'm going to do, learn, do game. And it's like, dude, like you're just, you're just prolonging it. Do like, do both. You can't just like do one. Like you're just delaying the process. It's kind of like a cope. A lot of guys have, and I see it time and time again they like they go they're going to go monk mode and become this version of themselves that's never going to they're never going to actualize it's not that they can't become a better version of themselves of course they can but like my point is a lot of guys it's just a cope they're just like they'll 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 keep making excuses cuz you're never going to get to a point where you're fully fully satisfied yeah. you're always going to you should all as a man we should always be like trying to improve like so as soon as you if you get to a point in your life where there's no room for improvement, then it's all downhill from there. So that's like you shouldn't be. at It's pretty bad to be at that point. I mean, we all get there eventually. I mean, we're we're all going to decline eventually. It's not it's life. We're all going to we're all going to die. It's like a cold, hard fact of life. But, you know, we should always be trying to get better.
0: That brings me to my next point. What is the best way for a man to build confidence?
1: uh best way for a man to build confidence is you know uh oh what was this phrase uh speaking about confidence i was getting laid uh getting laid with having sex with hot chicks gives men men confidence but rejecting sex with hot chicks uh creates character (laughs) what do you think about that yeah, but, you know, I like that. Like, can you explain that a little bit? Nah, but I'm. That's just like at a point when your game gets so good that, like, you know, you know, when you first start having sex with hot chicks, you know, it gives you confidence. You know, as a man, you know, you know, I'm able to bang hot chicks. But if you got to a point where you're, you know, you're able to reject the opportunity to have sex in order to do more important things, you know, like if it's a job or like stuff that's gonna improve you as a man or go to the gym. You know just anything that you know, because you know a lot of guys will like go so, so far out of their way to simp for chicks and like cancel important meetings, cancel like important things just with the chance of meeting a chick or something like that. and um you know something <coughs> excuse me of course, sometimes we have to compromise and do this that and the other. but the older I get, the more I realize that the less you compromise with chicks, the more attractive you are, you know, to them. So like, it just comes across in your personality. Like if you if you have something more important to do, then, you know, like something that's going to improve you as a man, you should you shouldn't like cancel that in, in order to fit them in. So if you already have this plan, let's say to go to the gym or do something like or have this business meeting that could possibly make you money if you cancel that, like, you know, because some chick said, Oh, I'm free at this time. You know, that's, you're not really on a, that's not a good way to be a man. I think you should like put, put self-improvement before meeting chicks. And then just by having that kind of character, you become more attractive to them. You know, it's just like, you're kind of a man about your purpose. And like, we all know women like men that are about their purpose. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, becoming a more confident man is just like when you have like when you have stuff going on in your life that's interesting mm-hmm. you know when you, when you're like you have stories to tell you know you guys guys are guys suck, suffer from uh you know insecurity when they don't have anything going on in their lives like that that's when mm-hmm. that that really you know that's really what makes guys you know suffer from in- insecurity it's like when they have nothing to say about their life. There's nothing interesting going on in their life. So if you're like, if you just if you're just doing interesting things and you know trying to improve, it's going to give you confidence. You know, have interesting hobbies, interesting friends, interesting things. You know, stories. Yeah, you know? that that's what gives guys confidence. Yeah, you know? trying can- to just you know trying to fill all the buckets. You know, trying to trying to be. Um, you know trying to do well financially you know being you know obviously you know money helps but it's not the most important thing it's you know it's money women are obviously attracted to guys that are successful but it doesn't make you know it doesn't make their pussy wet but it just it it you know when you have more money as a guy it just um you know it allows you to be like it can make you more attractive and because you can afford you know better clothes you can afford you know it just helps you out. It helps you level up. But uh you know, there's plenty of guys with money that like their game sucks. It doesn't money having money does not equal game. There's there's you know, not not by a long shot. Do you know what your purpose is? And if so, how'd you find it? Um I don't you know, I don't know if teaching game is my purpose, but um I'm good at it. Um because i you know i know i've i've learned it myself you know um but you know i mean life is just a journey you go through life doing different things um you just got to try out try out different things you know try and, you're never you know that's basically you just have to try different things and and see if it works for you and and not be afraid to try new things and just keep you know just as long as you're just genuine about things and you're you're genuinely trying to self improve prove you're on you're on the right path. You know?
0: And my final question how do you make sure that these women don't become a distraction?
1: Mm, well, that is the biggest problem, isn't it? <laughs> the women are a distraction. But you know, it's it's I don't know. Life is kinda like a it's kinda like a balance. I mean Life is, life is short, but, you know, and also like banging hot women is, is a lot of fun. So it's like you can be like, oh, there is distraction. But, you know, life, I mean, I want to be distracted by fun things, right? You know, but you, you can't get too distracted by them. It's like you want to include it, but you also don't want to um, let it take over and like distract you from because you can guys can get caught up in the pursuit and they get so caught up in the pursuit that they start becoming less and less attractive to women because they're like, they're just chasers, you know, they're just chasing women. And like women can sense that women know that, like they're just chasing as a result, you get less, less pussy, because like I said, you've nothing else going on in your life. You're not, you're not interesting as a person, you know, it's like, you've nothing really interesting to say, you know, you've, you've no interesting hobbies or, you know, you don't, so you just, you really need to have a life outside of women. You really do. You just you just you have to. Um I, like that balance. Uh, I mean that's up to each in, individual to to figure out what they want to do. There's like you know, it's like what are you going to do? You need to have hobbies, you need to have different interests going on. You know, there's just infinite number of things that you could be interested in, but um I mean the just the the necessities is you know if you have no hobbies and if you're a guy with zero absolutely zero hobbies or interests, like the easiest thing you can do to start off a starting point is is hit the gym join a gym, start trying to get fit now there you go there you have a hobby you, there's a starting point um you know so that's that's the easiest thing you could do to like start yourself off if you're like if you're really stuck and you've nothing you have nothing going on is like you know work on your fitness. Yeah. You know, then add build on that. Got
0: it. Well, Mac, this has been a great interview. I thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me. I didn't even know you was all the way in Japan, man. I didn't know you were yeah. there.
1: Yeah, man, you gotta come come out here sometime. No, obviously. it's open now. The borders just opened in in October, man. Like it, the country was closed. Literally, you could not travel here as a tourist for since the whole uh, you know beer bug thing uh but you know now it's open like you can travel here like there's no no issues with that so it's uh